Coming up on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline, Netanyahu charges ahead with judicial reform in the wake of massive nationwide protests. Plus, watchdog groups expose media bias against Israel and why some Israelis choose to live in the biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria, where the patriarchs walked. And reuniting Korea through prayer, the unique movement bringing Jews and Christians together. All this and more on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell. The hotly debated judicial reform bill continues to make its way through the Knesset. Proponents say it provides needed checks on Israel's judiciary branch, which currently has the ability to invalidate an elected government's decisions based on their reasonableness. The bill also alters the balance of power on the Judicial Selection Committee and would give the serving government more control over judicial appointments. This week, opponents protested in what they called a day of disruption, blocking the highways and protesting at the airport. Dissent over the bill has continued for 27 weeks. To pass the judicial reform bill needs to be approved in two more Knesset votes, which are expected by the end of the month. Last week, the IDF completed a two-day raid into the Palestinian city of Jenin. After more than 50 Israelis have been killed or injured from terrorists from the city in the past year, Israel decided to launch the raid to stop the wave of terrorism. However, many in the media blamed Israel for the consequences of the raid. Take a look at our report, followed by a few questions that our president and CEO, Gordon Robertson, asked me on the 700 Club. During an interview with former Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, a BBC anchor made the following statement. Terrorists, but children. The Israeli forces are happy to kill children. The anchor noted four of the 11 terrorists killed were under the age of 18. Bennett responded with this question. You know, it's quite remarkable that you'd say that because they're killing us. Now, if there's a 17-year-old uh, uh, Palestinian that's shooting at your family, Anjana, what, what is he? After the interview, the BBC apologized for the anchor's statement. While this was a legitimate subject to examine in the interview, we apologize that the language used in this line of questioning was not phrased well and was inappropriate. I found their apology to be rather pathetic. That was just such a preposterous allegation, especially during an operation in which there were how many civilian deaths, Chris? Zero. Gil Huffman is executive director of Honest Reporting, a group that monitors the media's reporting on Israel. He says when the media gets it wrong about Israel, it can become a matter of life and death. He points to coverage during this year's Ramadan, when Muslim rioters barricaded themselves in the Al-Aqsa Mosque on the Temple Mount. When Israeli police went inside to stop the rioters from harming worshipers, the story got flipped upside down. They took uh, YouTube videos that made it look like it was the IDF attacking these rioters. And of course, the headlines around the world were Israeli police attack worshipers in mosque. And that was the exact opposite of the truth. But that false reporting was used as an excuse to fire rockets at Israelis from Syria, Lebanon and Gaza. Hoffman says another example is when CNN anchor Christian Amidpour claimed Rabbi Leo D's wife and two daughters were killed in a shootout rather than murdered in a terror attack. Weeks later, Amanpour apologized. CBN News asked Rabbi D about her statement. Tremendously upset, um, I and the kids, uh, to be accused uh, of, of uh, a family being terrorists. 
Um, and um, then we had uh, two other interactions, as you say, with uh, CNN, both of which made me feel like I was the terrorist and the terrorist somehow was the victim. Um, and I think this is an endemic in the CNN reporting. And so we are uh, uh, planning to uh, uh, take them to court. And uh, the planning for that is, is currently underway. Hoffman believes when people point out the media's bias, it can make a difference. It's more important than ever that we get the best coverage possible of Israel to save lives. And that's what Honest Reporting does in monitoring the media and uh, making sure that the coverage improves. Is this, a, a, I guess, a form of newspeak that, that the media thinks if they repeat this again and again and again, that somehow people will start to believe it? Well, it could be. It seems to be uh, the method of uh, operation of outlets like the BBC, not entirely, but these are sort of the, the egregious examples where we're pointing out by this BBC report, as well as the CNN uh, report that we talked about. Uh, it, it, it just seems to continue. Now, when we talked to Gil Huffman, he said that this is unfortunately something that continues to go on, why they feel honest reporting and other uh, groups like maybe camera, uh, they feel like they need to monitor the, the, the media's bias toward Israel on a regular basis to really call them out when they get things wrong. Well, let's turn to politics because it's not just media engaging in the newspeak. President Bo Joe Biden just called Benjamin Netanyahu's government one of the most, quote, extreme, uh, close quote, he's seen. What's the reaction in Israel to that statement? Well, uh, publicly, it's kind of mild, but privately, it's uh, it's more furious. Uh, Danny Danone, he's the former uh, Israeli ambassador to the U.N., he tweeted that, uh, that the U.S. needs to respect the policy of the state of Israel that's determined by the democratically elected people of Israel. Now, privately, we've been heard that uh, the reaction by many members of the coalition was actually furious about the comments. But right now, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu really doesn't want any breaches in the relationship with the U.S., that's why some of the public reaction has been kind of muted. They want the U.S. Uh, involvement in any military action against Iran's nuclear, nuclear facility. So I think you have to see all the reaction in that light. They want to make sure they keep Iran the priority here in Israel. Thanks for the insight. Thanks for the reporting. And for you at home, we stand with Israel. That was a pledge my father made in the 1970s. We will stand with them and we will bring you accurate reporting of what's happening. So what you're hearing in the media that somehow uh, Israel is the aggressor is not the reality and has never been the history. The Palestinians for decades have refused every single opportunity to create their own state. Why? Because their ideology demands that Israel, the Jews, be driven into the sea. That's their goal. That's what they've been trying to do for over 70 years. Coming up, living in Israel's biblical heartland. Why violence and terrorism won't keep these Israelis away from the land of their forefathers. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from all of the nations and given us his Torah. From CBN Films. The Bible is a book that has transformed the world. If you believe in the providence of God, you believe that God 
guided those who collected the oral and written traditions. If you can't rely on its history, how can you rely on its theology? What is it? I don't know. I thought you could tell me whether or not they're genuine. It has been criticized, it has been banned, it has been burned, its followers have been burned and killed. It mattered to them to get it right. From the makers of In Our Hands, Oracles of God, the story of the Old Testament. Available on instant 4K streaming access and DVD today for a gift of any dollar amount. He walked with the living God and showed us the keys to the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. Pat Robertson, evangelist, humanitarian, statesman, educator, author, and visionary. Watch Pat's story and be encouraged by his many teachings. Go to cbn.com slash pat to learn more about what the Lord accomplished through this remarkable servant. A new wave of anti-Semitism is sweeping the globe, and the Jewish state faces hostility at every turn. Now is the time for Christians to support Israel. In CBN's free booklet, Why Christians Stand with Israel, you'll discover why Christians support the Jewish state and why we must stand together with the Jewish people. Get your free copy today. Call now or go to cbn.com slash stand with Israel. After the recent terror attacks, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced plans to build thousands of new housing units in communities in what much of the world calls the West Bank. That triggered protests from international players. But CBN Middle East correspondent Julie Stahl tells us why many Israelis think reclaiming their biblical inheritance is exactly the right thing to do. The view is stunning, and even more so because it overlooks modern and ancient Shiloh, the site where the Bible says the tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant rested for nearly 400 years. How do they know it's the biblical site? One resident likened the Bible's description to a navigation app pinpointing the ancient location. There's a verse at the end of the book of Judges, uh, chapter 21, verse 19. It's like using ways in ancient times, tells you exactly how to get to Shiloh. And they said, Behold, there is a feast of the Lord from year to year in Shiloh, which is on the north of Bethel, on the east side of the highway that goeth up from Bethel to Shechem, and on the south of Libona. Eliana Passantine lives in Eli. Named for the biblical high priest, her home overlooks Highway 60, which has a history traveling back to the times of the patriarchs. We know where ancient Bethel is. We know where Libona is. There's actually an Arab village called Luban, which preserves the ancient biblical name, and Beitin, which is Betel, and the highway, Highway 60, also known as Derich Havot, the highway of the patriarchs. Take the zero off the 60, it's Kvishesh, it's Highway 6 from ancient times, like the main artery of life. Abraham, Jacob, and Joseph walked this highway. 80% of the stories in the Bible, in the Old Testament, in our Bible, occurred here in Judea and Samaria, in this region. It's amazing. Everywhere you go, it's ancient biblical history. But we're here because of Shiloh, which is just beneath us. The round tower and ancient tell below are the site of Israel's tabernacle, where the first book of Samuel says, Hannah cried out to God for a son. It's the story of Israel's first capital where the tabernacle stood for 369 years. 
369 years, this was the center for the 12 tribes. This was the center of Israel. And everything surrounding is, we're all, we're all back here because of that, because of that story. A quarter of a million Israelis live in this area that much of the world considers part of the West Bank. In fact, it's the Benjamin Regional Council named for the biblical inheritance given to the tribe of Benjamin. Despite the area's deep biblical roots, Israelis here face the constant threat of terrorists who aim to drive them from the land. Israel Gantz heads the Benjamin Regional Council. He says there are two steps to fighting and defeating the terrorists. One is militarily, and the best way is for more Israelis to make their homes and start their families here. Our answer for the terror is deepening our roots. As patient, when we see the trying to attack, we'll expand our communities, we, are, we will build more, we will expanding the roads, the infrastructure, because we're here to stay. And if they think they can frighten us, the answer is no, we'll grow up. Passantine and her husband are raising their eight children here in Ellie. It's a life with a lot of meaning, with the most beautiful nature and a wonderful warm community. Uh, the kids leave their bikes outside, nobody's going to steal them, and you borrow sugar and milk from your neighbors, and there's, there's a feeling of togetherness, of community. Eli was established in 1984 and planned as a city built on the hilltops. Uh, what I love about it is the fact that we're living in the biblical heartland. I wake up every morning excited and happy and grateful to God that we're here, and, um, and we have a special story that kind of just evolved. Passantine has lived on her hilltop for 25 years, 10 of those in a trailer before they built their home. Sometimes we had electricity, sometimes we had no running water. Today we have no Wi-Fi, so people say, you know, forget the water, the electricity, but no Wi-Fi. <laughs> so that's modern day pioneering. Passantine had her home designed to have the shape of one from ancient Shiloh, and she wanted every window to tell a story. When we started the infrastructure for our home, we found hundreds of pottery shards. We live overlooking the place of the tabernacle. So we have broken dishes from Jewish families from 3,500 years ago all over our backyard. But Passantine's big hope is generational. The, my dream is that our children grow up understanding and appreciating the privilege they have of living in the biblical heartland. Julie Stahl, CBN News, Eli Samaria. Up next, 70 years after war, North and South Korea remain enemies. Now Jews and Christians are coming together to pray for the reunification of Korea. 2023 marks Israel's 75th anniversary. Wanting only a homeland of their own, the Jewish nation has survived war. I was so scared. Terrorism. And so my husband covered in blood. And waves of anti-Semitism. It's a message of killing Jews. You can stand with the nation of Israel and support their basic right to exist through CBN Israel. Your donation makes it possible to give humanitarian aid to Israelis in crisis while simultaneously reaching millions worldwide with breaking news and award-winning films that tell the true story of the Jewish people. Will you stand with Israel during their 75th anniversary? Call 1-800-265-0996. Go to cbn.com slash support Israel or text CBN Israel to 91999.
Download the CBN News app, 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. At the end of the Korean War 70 years ago, North and South Korea were divided. For seven decades, Koreans have prayed and cried out to God to bring these two countries together. One South Korean church is planning a unique conference in August to see this dream come true. We came to this prayer house in the countryside to talk to a pastor who has a vision to bring Koreans, Israelis, and the nations together to pray for the reunification of Korea. The vision is called Zion Conference 2023, reunification of Korea through the Holy Spirit, bringing Jews and Gentiles to worship and pray for the reunification of Korea. Pastor Jang leads the Songdo Yusarong Church. It's his vision to bring about the reunification of Korea through repentance, prayer, bringing Jew and Gentile together, and blessing Israel. The Jews and us, we have shared spiritual things. We thought that we should serve the people of Israel well in Korea, so we decided to invite them here and hold the Zion Conference in Korea. This is the first reason for the Zion Conference. Pastor Jang says personal and national repentance is vital. To achieve the reunification of the two nations on the Korean Peninsula, it is necessary for the Korean people to first repent of their sins and the sins of the nation. I believe that when people of all ages, from children to the elderly, repent of their sins and the national idolatry and worship the Lord, a shift will occur. Pastor Jang sees the 70th anniversary of the armistice as a significant milestone and a biblical jubilee year for freedom and restoration. He expects the fulfillment of Matthew 4.16. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Since 1953, North and South Korea took two different paths. Under liberal democracy, South Korea developed into one of the most prosperous countries on earth. Under one of the worst dictatorships in history, North Korea became a totalitarian regime. This nighttime satellite image from space shows the startling difference between the two countries, with the South flooded with bright lights and the North nearly completely swallowed up in darkness. It's why many North Korean defectors like Yeon Hee Shin want the world to know what's happening in her country. I want the world to know that because of one dictatorship, the whole country, the whole people in North Korea is suffering. Their human rights are violated and all of the people are being treated like animals. We can't even say a word, even though God gave us a mouth to speak. And we can only live on 10% of our labor and 90% the government takes away. The conference will bring the nations together in front of Seoul's City Hall. Over 100 organizations are coming together to pray and plan. We invited intercessors from over 30 countries to pray for the reunification of South Korea and North Korea. And we invited Israelis to a 10-day conference free of charge. The church is getting ready to host Israel and the nations, including the children. 
I am praying and singing praises for the Zion Convention. I am wholeheartedly praising with this ukulele. I want presidents and pastors from all over the world to come to this Zion Convention. We pray for the unity of North and South Korea by the Holy Spirit, and I look forward to and dream of the day when Jew and Gentile will be one. God has chosen Korea to be a nation that prepares the way for Jesus' return in the end times, a nation used for the restoration of Israel. It is my hope that through the Zion Convention, Korea will be united and prepared as a nation to prepare the way for Jesus' return and that it will be used for the restoration of Israel. I am preparing prayers and heart music for the Zion Convention. I hope that through the Zion Convention, North and South Korea can praise as one. I would really appreciate it if people from other nations would pray and bless my country. Pastor Jang says many political efforts have failed to bring the two nations together. He believes the division transcends political solutions. He believes the key is the anointing of the Holy Spirit to bring down spiritual strongholds. We've come to realize that prayer is the only way to combat these spiritual battles and darkness that bind the Korean Peninsula. Because the evil spirit of Satan is holding the Korean Peninsula, there is no other way to unify it. Only when the prayers of God's children ascend to His throne will the entire spiritual system of division holding the Korean Peninsula crumble and the two nations will become one in the Holy Spirit. All chains will be broken in His presence. Unification will be accomplished by the hand of God and through the children of God. If Pastor Jang's vision comes to pass and the prayers of the saints answered, North Korea will be free and North and South will be one. Still ahead, everything gone in the blink of an eye. Months after Turkey's earthquake, many are still left without homes. See how Operation Blessing is helping survivors rebuild their lives. Thank you for watching Jerusalem Dayline. We're committed to providing you with unbiased reporting from the Holy Land. Through weekly broadcasts, podcasts, and online media, our vision is to reach millions around the globe with the true story of what's happening in Israel and the Middle East, all from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This is a big vision and is only made possible by the generous support of people like you. Call us toll-free at 1-800-700-7000 or go to cbn.com slash Jerusalem Dateline and make a donation that will help spread the light of truth about Israel throughout the world. Experience God's power in Superbook Summer of Faith. Three stories of God's miraculous protection for those who hear His voice and believe what He says. You'll receive this special bonus pack with Superbook Academy Express, Zacchaeus. Of all the people in Jericho to be with, Jesus chose... A sinner. Join the CBN Animation Club and get Academy Express Zacchaeus, plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. And as part of our Summer of Faith bonus, receive three Superbook episodes demonstrating God's awesome power. This special program, hosted by Gizmo, features a sing-along music video, a Bible background lesson, a gospel presentation, and even a family resource guide filled with scriptures, coloring pages, and other fun-filled activities. Join the CBN Animation Club, and for a limited time, receive the Summer of Faith bonus as our way of saying thanks. 
Here, we're committed to a heritage of rigorous scholarship dating back over a thousand years and to a faith tradition dating back a thousand more. This is how we create a culture of inquiry where no topic is off limits. And a culture of hope. Anything's possible! It's Christian leadership. And it's changing the world for the better. It's higher learning. It's greater knowing. It's what makes us whole. It's what makes us Regent. Hey, if you're tired and exhausted all day, you can't think clearly, and you really just need a cup or even a pot of coffee to get through your day, then join me, Dr. Josh Axe, for this new series where I'm going to teach you how to transform your diet and use essential oils and supplements to get a better night's sleep. Wake up to your best life. Call 1-800-700-7000 to get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. Five months ago, massive earthquakes brought Turkey to its knees. The disaster killed more than 50,000 people, and more than a million survivors were left homeless. Today, our Operation Blessing teams are still on the ground, helping survivors rebuild their lives. Lucille Toulousan has this story. Aklem recalls feeling terrified as big rocks fell on their house during the powerful earthquake. She quickly grabbed her children and ran out of the house before it collapsed. But her mother-in-law was trapped inside and suffered a harsh blow to her head. I was terrified to see my mother-in-law's face covered with blood. She was not responding and I thought we lost her. It was a scary day. Layla needed 17 stitches on her head and spent 17 days in a coma. Aklem is thankful their family survived, but the hardship continued as they were forced to live with 30 other survivors in a greenhouse. It is very hard. We lost everything and are starting from scratch. Another survivor, Hakan, also lost everything, including his coffee shop. It's been traumatic for me to see my friends' lives destroyed and so many lives were lost. There's so much sadness here, but I don't want to leave the city. I want to see the city rebuilt, but I don't have much hope. Hope is what Operation Blessing brings to earthquake survivors during this time of rebuilding in Turkey. OB is providing micro-enterprise grants to help people like Hakan overcome their losses and begin taking care of themselves. There is water and food as a need for the people, but what they really need right now is to generate some, some sort of income uh, to bring them some dignity. Operation Blessing built a coffee shop for Hakan. It may not be as big as what he had, but it came complete with appliances and supplies that got him back in business. It really touched me that someone from another part of the world who doesn't even know me comes all the way here to help. Operation Blessing also installed water filter systems in tent cities to help supply clean water during the hot summer. Ministry teams also continue to provide food and tents for survivors. Aklem is overwhelmed with a private space they now have, complete with a cabinet, dining table, a carpet, and a bed. She said Operation Blessing has made their life more comfortable and they no longer have to sleep on the floor. Lucille Telusan, CBN News. Well, that's all for this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can follow us on social media, and you can also access CBN content through our CBN News and other CBN apps. And don't forget to sign up for our email blast so you can continue to receive 
all of our exciting CBN content. I'm Chris Mitchell. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.